Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Living My Best Disabled Life. Today, we have Jacob and Savannah. We're going to be talking about enjoyable relationships. So, Jacob, I know you have CP, but can you explain to everyone how it affects you? Because everyone is a little bit different. Yeah. So, basically, I have what's called right hemiplegia, which is where it affects both of my legs, but my right side is the worst affected so and also my right side like the lengthwise of my leg is a bit longer than my left which is what causes me to walk with a limp so yeah so you walk with a limp and so it only affects you on the right side or it affects my left leg too my left arm is like i would say the most quote-unquote highly functioning part of my body you know like i can move both my arms and my legs but cp is affected on both my legs, but mainly my right side. Yeah, I have diplegia, so it affects mainly, like, my legs, but not as much my arms. So gotcha. it really depends on, like, each person. Even if they yeah. have the same type, it's not necessarily, it doesn't present in the same way. Yeah. So I know you guys, like, met over social media. So how exactly did that happen? Did it just, like... Was it random? Oh, let Savannah take this one. All right. So basically, it was in 2020, I think it was, like when he first started, for the most part, making TikTok videos. So he came up on my For You page. I was like, oh, he's cute. So I sent him a little DM. I was in a relationship at the time, so I wasn't meaning anything like bad. Um, I was just kind of like, a, hi, I hope you're doing okay. And I sent that message to a lot of people, but he happened to be the only boy that I sent it to. And so then later on, like nothing came of that whatsoever. Later on, after I ended my relationship, wasn't looking for anything. I saw that he posted a add me on Snapchat thing on Instagram. And I was following him still on TikTok and everything. So I added him on Snapchat. I never do that. And he added me back. Didn't think that would happen. And then he like started Snapchatting me. We're like, hi, how are you? Kind of thing. He used to do that a lot with his followers and stuff to keep the connection and whatnot. And then as soon as like I Snapchatted back, he thought I was so beautiful, he said. Mm -hmm. He loved me. So we just continued to Snapchat from that. And we eventually like actually started talking. And I told him I loved him. I knew I loved him. Like, I like, still like, do. like, like four days into talking. Like she was yeah. like, she I remember it specifically. She sent me a Snapchat, like two bit emojis, and it said like I heart you. And I was like, I snapped him back. I was like, did you just secretly tell me, like, you love me? She's like, is it too early? But yes. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> so then we just started talking. And then later on in October, we met for the first time. And then that's when we started dating, like, actually. That's when I asked her to be my girlfriend officially. <laughs> Yeah. I feel like you guys have been dating longer than you have been. I know. A lot of people think we're married. Fun fact, actually. Every time we went live, when I first like introduced her the first couple months of our relationship, people still 
sometimes when new people come in, they're like, oh, you guys married? And we're like, no. They're like, oh, you're engaged. I'm like, no. We, we give off the married energy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Kind of... Get off that energy where it's like, oh, you must have been together for like a very long time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely. We just had nine months actually, which is crazy. That's crazy. Savannah, did you like know anything about like CP before meeting him, or like was it a whole other like world <laughs> to you? It was a whole different world. Like I, of course, knew CP existed. Like I've worked with people at my previous job that had CP (laughs) and like I was like asked for questions here and there but like nothing too specific so I didn't really know anything until I started to talk to Jacob and he would sort of tell me about it but I never directly asked him about it she hasn't once asked a single question about my CP to this day like even when she like saw me like the first time we FaceTimed the first day we Snapchat, actually, she, we were FaceTime. I was a goofy, like, you know, just a goofy, nerdy person. And I was at my grandma's house where I grew up originally. I'm originally from uh, New Hampshire. I now live in South Carolina. So I was, like, going to my childhood room, and I got a couple things to show her. And I was, like, walking around. And not once did she, like, look at my legs, like, look down towards, like, my legs, or, like, ask a question about my CP. And that's something that's, like, really important to me because... Whenever I would FaceTime, like before Savannah, I did talk to a couple of different girls that, you know, I thought were what I wanted, but it didn't turn out that way because they would always ask me like, so what's wrong with your life? What happened to you? Like, you know, well, this is this and all that other stuff. And that's just not what I wanted in a relationship was like someone to just see me for me. Like, someone is like, Jacob, not someone that's like, oh, he's disabled, you know, he does TikTok and stuff like that. She didn't even once either ask a question about my TikTok, how much I made or whatever, which, like, really stood out to me, and I really, like, loved that about her. And just her personality on top of that was definitely a deal-breaker for me. That was my next question about, like, your dating history, like, in the past, because, like, sometimes... Like, the first thing people say is, like, what's wrong with you? Or, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, or why do you mock like that? Why do you have those? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I have crutches. So, like, yeah. people will be like, why do you have crutches? I'm like, you didn't even ask me how I am. You didn't, like, uh, yeah. that's the first thing you want to know. Yeah, be like, oh, hi, I'm Olivia. How are you doing? You know? Yeah. It can be really difficult, but it, it is really nice when someone sees it, but, like, doesn't. Doesn't point it out pointing out like it's part of you but it's not your entire personality exactly yep so going into your relationship did you have any like doubts or concerns when you started dating in terms of your disability or like if there was how did you overcome those okay so this one girl that i talked to i met her in college Back in 2018, I was recovering from a major surgery, my biggest one yet. I had lost so much weight. I was like 70 pounds at 19. I was walking with a cane. My confidence was at an all-time low. And before TikTok, not a lot of people know this either, before TikTok, I didn't have a lot of confidence in myself. I didn't really know who I was as an individual. And I really struggled to love who I was. 
So I met this girl, I don't know, not say her name, but I met her. And she, we kind of just had that, you know, natural, like, friendship click. And, you know, I liked her. I thought she was cool. She was, you know, pretty or whatever. But, you know, she was in a relationship, and I respected that, that the and the other. But then she had relationship issues. And then she would come to me about them, and I'd just, you know, be there for her. And I even, like, you know, brought them back together, got them to talk things out and all that. But then they broke up. And she, we'd always go places together. And there's one incident, actually. This guy came up to us and was like, hey, you know, this boyfriend. She's like, oh, no, we're just friends. He's like, well, that's good because you can do way better than him. And that really struck me. And I really, really, that was the first time, like, in a long time since I moved from New Hampshire that something really hurt me like it really just touched my heart like in a really deep way so after that her whole kind of vibe around me changed she acted very different around me she was starting to treat me like I was disabled and I was like what's going on here and in the end like because we did end up clicking after she broke up with her boyfriend at the time and you know we were clicking she was flirting with me this and the other and when I asked her, like, hey, what are we? She was over one night. She said, I don't really know. I kind of feel, like, embarrassed to be with somebody like you. And Ugh. we talked about it afterwards, and she, you know, apologized. But that just sunk in so hard. And from that moment on, I was like, you know what, screw this. I'm going to work on myself. And that was in 2019. So from 2019 to 2021, I really just worked on myself. I kind of after that I got in a really dark place and I posted a TikTok and it blew up overnight and then that, that that's all another thing from there but that's what really brought me the confidence and from there after that situation I really took the time to work on myself and really really learn to find out who I was and you know love who I am as a person. So did you have concerns that that like was going to repeat itself the next time you got into a relationship? No, because I knew her. I knew we FaceTimed for like three months, a little over three months every day. Like we Snapchatted every day. So I really, really knew her and I felt comfortable with her. I felt like I felt not judged at all. I felt for the first time ever that I was being me that I was being Jacob, I wasn't being Jagnew, I wasn't being, you know, the, the kid with CP, I was being authentic me, and, you know, she was being herself around me, and I think that's what really helped me, but I will say, when we did first meet and everything, and we were, you know, going to places and all that, you can probably agree to this too, we naturally have concerns, we just naturally think, oh man, like my legs are tired. I really want to sit down right now, but I'm trying to, you know, push through. And I had a lot of moments like that. And she now knows that. And when we first started dating, I would just truck through a lot of things. You know, we'd do like long walks either at the mall or just, you know, walking around, stuff like that. I would, you know, be like, oh, I'm fine. But on the inside, my legs were like, you need to sit down. Like, yeah, then really... your legs are like burning. You're like, oh, yeah. man, I really do need to sit down. Yeah, but... That was my only real, like, worry is, like, you know, keeping up with her. And we do have conversations of, like, 
you know, when I do get older, it probably is going to get a little hard for me to get around. You know, if I need another surgery, I just, you know, I tell her I don't want to put her through that, but she reassures me that she's here for me. She'll, you know, be there for me no matter what. So just, she's all around just an amazing, accepting person. I love her so much for that. Savannah, did you have anything to say about the concerns or whatever that you had, maybe? No, honestly, I am such a chill person, mm-hmm. and I go with the flow. Oh, yeah. He's a human. I'm going to treat him like one. <laughs> so I didn't necessarily have any concerns regarding it. I mean, I was raised around people with disabilities from my mom's jobs. So, like, I didn't think it was weird or you know, like strange or anything. If only other people like thought, <laughs> if only other people thought like you and society would be just so much better. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Given that your relationship is so like in the public eye now that like you're both TikTokers and you you both got kind of a lot of followers, how do you deal with like the negative comments that you may receive or just like, uh, we uh, honestly make fun of them and we laugh at them and then yeah. we'll re- make a response video if we feel like it deserves one yeah and, and uh, I <laughs> actually got a, I actually got a DM today from a lovely fan of mine and they said die mother effort and I just responded okay <laughs> like, you know, like, I just don't really like pay attention to it like I respond to it. I'm like, hey, man, do better. Like, if I see somebody being rude to one of my other friends with disabilities, like, all bets are off. Like, obviously, I've calmed down now. But, like, I don't play with, like, other people being rude to my friends with disabilities. That's where I'll, like, you know, you'll see a different time. You'll be like, listen, dude, you have no right, da 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 Like, you know how it is. Yeah, I know. What's the craziest, most, like, bizarre, if you're comfortable sharing? You don't have to. What's the craziest, most bizarre, like, comment someone's made about your relationship? A lot of people think that she's my caregiver or, like, my cousin or, like, family member. And I'm like, no, she's my girlfriend. They're like, oh, really? They're, like, shocked. They're like, that's your girlfriend? I'm like, "Mm mm-hmm. Almost like a wow. Like, you know, people always ask, like, oh, is she disabled too? I'm like, no. Just because one person's disabled doesn't mean yeah. one is always disabled. I know. Maybe she's a little disabled in the in the noggin, but, you know, I love her. Going off of that, like, what do you think the biggest misconception with, like, incredible couples? I think, I'll let Savannah, I feel bad because I didn't let her answer the other question, really. But I would definitely say the biggest misconception is that you know, we're not like a quote-unquote normal couple. People, for example, we had a encounter at the beach. We went to the beach like a month ago. And, you know, I always smile. I have that smile on my face. It's like, you know, just welcoming or whatever. And I walk up a limp. And Savannah was helping me back to the car. I was trying to like run because the sand was hot. So he's like struggling trying to get up the little hill that he decided to take. And his smile, it's, like, really big. <laughs> so <laughs> it, it looks like something's wrong with him <laughs> if we're running. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so this woman, she, 
she comes over. She already has her money out. She gave me a 20. She's like, do something nice with him. I'm like, okay, I'll put it into my gas tank because <laughs> I brought him to the beach. And I, and I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, that was one of the things where it's like, you know, and she met well. She really did. But that's one of the things where, like, she assumed that I was, like, more mentally disabled, I want to say. or And, like, she was like, thank you so much for coming to the beach with him. And, like, as, like, maybe she was my babysitter or something. I don't really know. I was so in shock. I didn't even respond. I was like, oh, thank you. Yeah. Like, yeah. I would have given it back. Mm. I was going to say, it's so weird when people, like, applaud people to being out in public. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, you're good for you getting out. It's like, yeah. we have lives. <laughs> what do you think we do? Yeah, yeah. It was very weird because, like, you know, I had my full beard at the time. I have a tattoo. It's like, you would think, okay, he made this walk a little different. But she full on, like, talked to me like I was a baby. She was like, oh, hi, I'm going to give you some money, okay? You do something so special with him tonight. <laughs> I was like, in my head, I was like, uh, but I was like, hey, money's money and gas is gas prices are high, so I'll tell you. Now, when I need money, we just make jokes like, oh, I'm just gonna take him to the beach today. Let's see what, what we get. get. Get me a little pail and put it on the side. <laughs> it's funny. Oh yeah. Oh. No, some people are like, I don't think they're always aware that they're being like yeah rude yeah. or mean like i don't think they're intentionally mean yeah they're like not intentionally being rude like not rude but like overstepping in a way like not keeping back like their boundaries i guess yeah and i, I think it's weird that like people don't think we're adults too yeah all the, i have a quick story about that yesterday i went to the social security office to become my own payee because my grandfather was my primary payee and whatnot, which basically means for those who don't know, my social security money, we go to his account. And then da, 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 da. So when we set that all up back in 2015, I was 16 years old. I'm 23 now. So I go there, I wait about an hour and a half. And this really, I understand where the guy was coming from, but it really made me like, I was like, are you serious? So I sit down. I'm like, hey, I'm trying to become my own payee. I was like, oh, let me see your ID for a second. And he looks at my ID, types in my whatever information, and he sees a note from 2015 that states, like, from my doctor in 2015 when I was 16, oh, Jacob is not reliable to have his money into his account or something like that. And he's like, well, See, from this notice, I need you to go to your doctor and have her write a note saying you are reliable to handle your own money. In my head, I'm like, sir, I live on my own. I pay rent. I pay bills. I'm 23 years old. Like, and all that stuff. And he's like, oh, I understand, I understand. But, you know, just to be safe, we need, you know, a note. And I was like, okay, dude. But, like, in my head, I'm like, are you serious, man? Like, I understand where he's coming from, but, like, come on, dude. Like, obviously, if I'm telling you I love my own, I pay rent. You see, I'm 23 years old. 
you know, it was just, it was just mind-boggling to me. But and it's not like you don't look your age. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Like I don't look my age. I'm 23, but I look 16. Yeah, yeah. The facial hair definitely helps. If I didn't have facial hair, I look like I'm 15 without it. So back to Savannah for a second. Um, what is something that you learned about yourself? being in a relationship with a disabled person or learned in general doesn't have to be about yourself? I'm definitely going to say, like, I knew I was patient, but I'm, like, actually very patient, and I didn't even know that. Definitely because of, like, the household I grew up in, I didn't have to be patient whatsoever. Like, it was a different household. (laughs) If anything, there was a lack of patience in that household. Yeah. (laughs) And... So then, like, becoming, like, getting into a relationship with a person with a disability, like, you have to be very patient, especially, mm-hmm. like, when you're walking and everything. Um, you walk is, fast. I Zoom, okay? Like, when I'm not with him, I Zoom. I will go from the front of the store to the back of the store in two seconds. I'm not like, even kidding. She is so fast. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, with like stuff like that I have to like learn to slow down and go the same pace he goes and like I'm okay with that it's all right you have to take life slowly anyway to enjoy it any so that's just what I've learned <laughs> you mean like just to slow down whatever you're doing yeah yeah a lot of people like I'll be out with someone and it's like oh my god they forget like I'm I can't keep up like you know yeah. like oh hey sorry I didn't I didn't know you were back there I'm sorry I'm like oh thanks man. so with like this question's a little bit about like gender roles and stuff so like society's expectations and like gender roles how do you think that plays a part in how people view you as an interabled couple. I can explain a little bit more. So, I mean, like, because, like, women are seen as, like, the caretakers and then the, like, Mm -hmm. men are supposed Mm -hmm. to be, like, these strong providers. Yeah. I would definitely say that, and I have no shame admitting this at all because I just don't, like, care what people have to say. And I think, you know, women should definitely, you know, have a lot of, you know, power and all that. So it's all in the conversation. But Savannah has paid for a good amount of stuff in our relationship. I, people get the misconception that I make so much money off of, you know, social media when I really don't. And, you know, Savannah works her butt off. I'm very proud of her. She's paid for a lot in the relationship. Now, I have bought her a lot of stuff. I will not say I haven't linked on anything for her. I do provide, I do, you know, buy her stuff. I do pay for some stuff, you know, as much as I can. And she's very understanding of that. And she knows that once I get everything situated and all that, I'll be fine. But I have no problem with admitting that she is the main provider in the relationship, but not at the same time. I would say it's more like a 60-40. She provides for like 60% of the stuff. I do like 40 or sometimes it's 70, 30, and then sometimes the roles flip. So, you know, it's a balance, I would say. And would you say that like they do have like a misconception that, so you're saying that they have a misconception that you like make a ton of money on 
So yeah. Like, you know, TikTok and stuff. When in reality, mm-hmm. you don't, and then it's not a big deal that yeah. that sometimes it may be more you, sometimes it may be more her. Yeah, a lot of people when we first started dating were like, oh, she's using you for the money, bro. I'm like, listen, dude. Comments, and I was like, do people even realize how little amount of money you can get paid for, even if you were like getting disab- like disability? Mm-hmm. They don't give you that much money. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. I was like, she is not using me for money because I don't have any. Like, I do, but, like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't, you know, have all this money. It's not, like, what people think you have. Yeah, and in terms of the strong aspect and the, you know, the women, you know, being the caretaker, I definitely think she has to help me with some things. I won't get into that stuff, but she has to help me with some things. Some days are rougher than others for me. I'm sure you know that as well. Yep. And she's had to help me with things. And she's very understanding of that. And a lot of people also are like, oh, and she has to help you with that. Does that make it weird for you? I'm like, no, dude, because we, like, it's just stuff you have to do. So you're just like, if one of your partners gets sick, whether you're disabled or not, you take care of it. I don't know why people are so weird about, like, people like being in a relationship and you're really the other person in your relationship helping you it's mm-hmm. just as if you were going to be like sick yep exactly and people are so quick to another thing that i really want to work on normalizing is like anything can happen to anybody like people that go based off of like oh they have to be this 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 i understand you have preference taste whatever but you know thinking that you're by judging other people that they appear different or what have you anything can happen to anybody your partner could get in an accident and be paralyzed you could get very sick and not never you know walk again you know this that and the other and i think what people need to normalize is like just really stop judging and like and a lot of people need to listen more and talk less. I could not agree more. Would you like to add anything? Yeah. I think I'm good on that. Yeah. Yeah, no, I think like that does need to be normalized. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, like really you couldn't like get in a car accident the next day and you could be like yeah. from the waist down and be in a wheelchair the rest of your life. Yep. And That's it's like disabled. So yep, exactly. And it's like, Here's the thing that I love so much about Savannah is like, I know no matter what happens to me, whether, you know, I get worse as I get older or what have you, or I've had to have surgery, I know that she'll be right by my side no matter what. And, you know, that's what I just love so, so much about her. And just, you know, she works so hard and is so underappreciated a lot of the time just in the world in general. And, you know, it breaks my heart because she is a rare type of person that you find that is just so laid back, such a hard worker, so driven, so accepting. And my message to people out there is to really just don't be so, like, focused on what's on the outer shell, aka what a person looks like, because guess what? That doesn't last forever. It fades over time. 
but what doesn't fade over time is the person's heart and their personality and the way they carry themselves and how they impact other people and how they treat people around them. And that's what the world really needs to focus on is like really looking at a person's personality, who they are as a person and really valuing them and loving them for that. Yes, I understand you have to be attracted to someone a little bit physically, but in the end, you know, really focus on what really matters in the end, which is the person's heart. Because when you're 80 years old, 90 years old, you're not, you're not like that. Yeah, like, exactly. Exactly. You're not going to be very attractive. <laughs> it's just the truth. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, you know, be attracted to the love, be attracted to the heart and the vibe and the personality because that's what never changes. Definitely. What advice did you give to like other interabled couples about being in an interabled relationship? Or so maybe even someone who would like consider being an interable couple but they like they're a little i don't know skeptical mm, i'll let savannah take this one i would definitely say like don't worry about the judgment because it's always going to be there no matter what unfortunately so like do what you think i wouldn't listen to the people around you like family friends whatever don't listen to them if you want to be in a relationship with a disabled person or the other way around like don't listen to them like it's fine you're fine <laughs> like there's nothing that can actually be affected by that if you love someone then love them like I feel like my advice would definitely be like don't listen to judgment because we deal with that a lot so like people when we're out in public people look up him up and down and then look at me especially if I have makeup on and I'm actually dressed because like mm -hmm. my day-to-day -day life I literally if I'm outside of work I look like a 12 year old boy half the time <laughs> but then like I'm walking around with him and I'm actually dressed and people, people are, like, look at shot. us and question like, like you're his girlfriend why <laughs> type of thing I'm like they won't directly say that but you can definitely tell that they're thinking that or the whole caregiver thing. Almost like um, things that like also like not just the caregiver thing, but like, oh, you're too attractive to be with me. Yeah. And like, yeah, I'm pretty, I get it. But don't like look at him and look down on him because he's not bad looking at all. <laughs> it's just kind of like, I don't know. People are weird. <laughs> yeah, and I think people that I know Shane and Hannah, shout out Squirmy and Grubs. I hope they see this. I hope to meet you guys one day. I absolutely love them. They were a big help for me getting, like, finding myself and really giving myself hope to, you know, get in a relationship one day. So, one thing that they said and I agree with is like, people would come up to Hannah and say, like, oh, you are such an angel for being with him. Saying, like, oh, you're such a good person for being with someone like him. Like, thank you for doing that. Almost like a service. Like, thank you for being with him so someone else didn't have to, in a way. And that really sucks. Like, people don't realize the comments that they make. It may be coming off as, like, nice, but it's not at all. It's the complete opposite of that. And... I think people just need to mind their own business and go about their life. And we're all going to struggle. The way I look at, you know, people with CP and disabilities, it's like Benjamin Button. 
he starts off really old at a young age. And then as he gets, you know, younger, but older in a weird reverse way, I just think I'm ahead of the game. I think I was blessed with a gift to feel the pain and aches of a 90-year-old man with severe arthritis every morning. But, you know, I'm just ahead of the game because guess what? You may be able to walk normal right now, but guess what, buddy? When you're 90 years old, you're going to be sitting in a wheelchair crap in your pants. So, like, don't judge what you're going to end up going through in the future. I would like to say that, like, in a way, everyone's temporarily able-bodied. Like, everyone's going to become disabled. Yep, exactly. Exactly. And, you know, there's some days where the CP kind of makes me feel like my age, but other times I feel like a 78-year-old woman. I'm just like, oh, yep. my yep. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Does your knee ever give out when you're walking and, like, you fall down? They're just stiff. Like, yeah. sometimes my legs are just stiff. Yeah, I was like, I'll, I'll catch myself. Like, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I know, I know that feeling all too well. At least I have my crutches to like, kind of, you know, if I, I catch myself, mm-hmm. I have to catch myself. Those things hurt too. If anybody messes with you, I just bap them in the kneecap. Oh yeah, no, they really hurt. No one wants to mess with me. Yeah. What advice would you give like your younger self now that you're kind of? Like in a really good place in life, mm-hmm. you know, you're in a relationship, you're, you know, making a name for yourself on TikTok. Yeah. Like, I mean, there is always room for improvement, but you're in a pretty good place in life right now. No, absolutely. This goes for everybody, man. It's going to be all right. Just as simple as that. It's going to be okay. Just take it one day at a time. Don't be so hard on yourself. Don't try to. Look at celebrities and Instagram and try to base who you are off of them. No, I want to be like them. It's good to look up to people and stuff, and I do too. But be you, man. Make your own standpoint in the world. And it's okay to make mistakes. It's okay to ask questions. Like, for real, if you're curious about something, no matter what it is, ask it. And if you want to do something, Go out there and do it. Like, who cares what people have to say? Not everybody's going to support you, you know, with everything you want to do. But just prove them wrong. Like, get out there and do it. Because you know what? It's your life. And most of the people that don't support you are the people that were too afraid to chase their dreams and chase their goals and really put in that work. And they're envious of you because they see that you want to put in the work and that you have a true passion to accomplish your dreams that they wish they had. So honestly, it's all going to be all right. Take it one day at a time. Chase your dreams. Work hard. Just stay true to yourself. Don't try to be someone you're not and know that you are loved and you do matter. So that's what I have to say to my younger self and to anybody listening. I definitely think if someone doesn't like support your dreams or support what you want in life, like they're definitely not. They're not worth being in your life in the first place. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Savannah, do you want to chime in on the, what would you give advice to your younger self? I don't know. It's kind of similar to what you were saying. Like, it's okay. Because my childhood wasn't, like, horrible. My like, I, oh my <laughs> I would definitely, it wouldn't even be, like, considered, like, 
anything related to like our relationship or anything like I was depressed as a child like I still am but like it's okay everybody almost everybody goes through it just breathe and you know accept it whatever happens but yeah and I always like ending with this question how do you think you're living your best disabled life and then how do you think Savannah is helping you live your best disabled life oh that is I have I cannot wait to answer this question so I think honestly uh, my favorite question I love everyone's perspectives on things like that yeah how I'm living my best disabled life is honestly just doing everything that I never thought, like what I was told by people growing up. I won't name any names, like some people in family too. They're like, oh, you may not be able to live on your own. Like you won't get a girlfriend if you act like that. You know, I think by just proving people wrong, like I'm about to graduate college next month. Like people told me I'd never do that. People told me I'd never live on my own. People told me I'd never get in a relationship. People told me I'm not smart enough to do this, this, this. And just doing it feels so good. It's like, I told you I'd do it. And with Savannah, I owe her so much because with her, she gave me the confidence and the strength to live on my own, like to really live on my own and to really take initiative into my life and just to realize that you are a human do what you want and live your best life and you are not different and stop giving an f what people think and just always being there to love me when i need it and she made me a lot more vulnerable and she showed me just so freaking much that could be a whole other podcast to be honest but she has just helped me really just be able instead of disabled like she's really pushed me to be my own person and just be independent. And I'm very thankful for that. Like to not let your disability get in the way. Yeah, exactly. Regardless yeah. of whether or not people think you can do it or people say you can't do this, you can't do this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can totally mm-hmm. relate with that. Like, I mean, people thought I was never going to also like graduate college. I graduated college and now I'm getting my master's. So congratulations like, for real congratulations thanks. that's, that's amazing a podcast too like i never would have thought i'd even be on a podcast i yeah. was actually an extremely shy person me too me too oh yeah i would never guess with you though <laughs> like oh. uh, there's no way you're ever a shy person like no. oh, i was i was very i mean i was always a chatter but i wasn't you know to come on here and do a podcast I used to have a nervous laugh. It still happens sometimes. Oh my God, I have the same thing. You know, like, you laugh in awkward situations and you can't get it. Oh yeah. I actually really struggled with, you know, before TikTok, I really struggled with, you know, just talking to people. I could, but I wasn't confident what I was saying, if that makes sense. Yeah, um, that makes sense. I would just mainly keep to myself in high school. I lived with my buddy that I went to high school with. And his girlfriend, and he could even say that I, I didn't talk to anybody really. I just kept to myself. But thankfully, over the years, due to social media, big thanks, shout out to the Jag fam on TikTok for helping me with like, just being confident, being myself. And now I just I never shut up. So. Well, thank you for coming and talking to me. Of course. Really great. Yeah, thanks both of you for coming. 
I honestly didn't think you guys were going to ever answer. And actually, like, when I get certain people on podcasts that I, like, watch either on social media or, like, I know well of, not actually mm-hmm. know, I'm, like, so excited. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let me know when the episode's out. I'm going to post your podcast link in my profile bio. I'm going to promote it across all social medias. Thank you. Uh, of course. Yeah, no problem. Thank you again for having us on. Thank you for everyone that listened to this podcast. Tune in next time for the next episode.